Hey friend, thanks for jumping on your Spiritual Mother podcast. I'm thrilled that you're here. Um, This is something that I've wanted to do for such a long time and it just means the world to me that you would check out what I have to say. Um, This is going to be a place for healing and connection through storytelling and we're going to do a deep dive through all that it means to be a mother, to be mothered, and to be a spiritual mother to someone else. I hope you enjoy this podcast. And I, again, thank you for being here. Hey, thanks for joining me on my very first ever podcast. Uh, your spiritual mother. My name is Lindsay, and I am so excited to do this. This has been something I've wanted to do for such a long time, and I've really had just a deep conviction recently just to begin sharing stories. I think there's so much power in sharing our stories as women sharing them with other women to empower them and to create space and really hold space. Um, But it's really hard. Do you guys feel like it's just really hard to open up and to be really raw and authentic and really share some of your battle wounds and really fight against the perfection that we all kind of strive for. I think when we want to share our story, we, we think that we need to share um, in a really scripted way and in a way that um, is just carefully curated. And I think a lot of times that is what holds us back from serving people and really loving people is this striving for perfection. Um so I am sitting here with a deeply convicted heart for mothers, um, for mothering, for being mothered, for having a spiritual mother um, with no notes, no script, just my heart, just my story, um, my battle wounds, my weary heart, um, all of it. And I hope you find some value. I hope you find some value here. I hope you can relate to it. Um, Today is just a few days from Mother's Day, and what's really on my heart is this journey to motherhood and um, being mothered and celebrating Mother's Day for a lot of people is really painful and really hard, and it's not always a day of celebration because of loss, because of trauma, because of broken relationships, um, either with your children or with your own mother or losing a child or losing your mother. Um, It can be just really, really difficult. And so that's why I really felt the conviction to record this today um, in light of Mother's Day for all of the moms out there who are just not in a celebrating mood. Um, not really able to give their whole heart to being celebrated as a mother um, and really doing a deep dive into all of that. So I wanted to share my journey of being a mother. Um, I am a daughterless mother and a motherless daughter. I lost my daughter almost 21 years ago. 
I uh, got pregnant very early. I was 18 when I got pregnant. I was in a really rough and rocky relationship that turned into a rough and rocky marriage. And I had a baby girl and her name was Madison. And uh, very, very late in my pregnancy, we discovered that she had a very rare chromosomal abnormality called trisomy 18. Um, it is a defect in the chromosomes that really only affects about um, like one in 300,000 babies in the U.S. And at my age, it was something that was so, so rare um, and so unheard of. And she came into this world at a whopping three pounds, 11 ounces, and she lived for about eight hours and she only knew love. Um, we all loved her. Um, she was held and nurtured and baptized and prayed over and celebrated and, and then her life came to an end and that, and that was it. And so really processing through grief and loss at such a young age was horrific and impossible and devastating and I don't have all the words for what it was like at that time in my life to have such a deep loss because within that same year my mother decided that she was done mothering. And it's been a long time, and so it's actually really surprising to me to feel this emotion and to feel kind of all of this stuff bubbling up. But I think that's what happens sometimes when we take time to sit with our feelings and um, really go deep and really get to the root and to the heart of, of our lives and of our stories. And when I look back on that time, my very first Mother's Day or what should have been my very first Mother's Day was me sitting at a gravesite alone um, without a support system, without um, a mother and really having to do a lot of hard work on my own and to figure out who I was and where I was going and all of the things um, and really understanding the role between mother, mother, and being mothered. And my mom leaving our family, you know, shortly after uh, the loss of my daughter and just really deciding that she was done. Um, you know, she just decided one day that she was done. Um, I was 19 and I think my sisters were 13 and 14 or somewhere in that, in that, um, in that range. And so I think for them, their experience is, is very different. I was 19. Um, I was at the time married grieving the loss of my daughter, trying to understand what it would have been like to be a mother, um, but then also to no longer be mothered. Um, you know, in hindsight, of course, after 20 years, you can start to really unravel some of the um, 
issues that were going on in motherhood and in life and really things that were going on for her. And I think one of the reasons for me, I've shared my story um, of losing my daughter, Madison, before, but I have not really ever spoken openly or publicly about my mom leaving and her making the decision to to stop mothering. Um, because part of it really felt like it was her story to tell. So I really had to do a lot of work um, in my own heart to understand that this is my story too, and my sisters have their own version of the story because each one of us has a different relationship with her and in the way that it looks. Um, I made the very conscious, intentional decision to cut ties with her completely. Um, her behavior, her addiction, um, her beliefs were not in line with who I needed to become for myself. And I think that's really complicated. Um, actually, I know it's really complicated, um, severing ties with a toxic person, severing ties with someone with mental illness, with addiction. Um, that's a very difficult choice. And it's not always understood by people. But it was my choice. And I've, I've not regretted that choice. Um, because I had to work so hard to become who I wanted to be for my future family that I could not afford to step backwards into something that wasn't going to serve me or my family. Um, and so I've not regretted that choice, but it has been difficult to not have a mother um, when you need that person. Um, I know now as a mother um, to two boys, my oldest is 13 and my youngest is almost 12. Um, they are my hope and my faith. They are just the living proof that miracles happen, that your story isn't over, um, that through hardships, beautiful, amazing things can come from it. Um, they are everything I prayed for and more. They are my true heart, my joy, just everything wrapped up into these gorgeous little human human bodies. And, um, but at the same time, becoming a mother in this world without a mother was extremely difficult to not have, again, that support system. Um, and I really want to just kind of deep dive into the micro traumas and mental health and addiction and really coming from a place of understanding the choice that she made. Um, I, I believe now, 20 years later, that she made the best choice for her, that she made a choice that made sense to her at the time, given the circumstances that she was living, the reality that she was living, um, with a long-term history of um, anxiety, depression, um, untreated, unchecked, um, unsupported depression and anxiety turned into um, a very unhealthy relationship with alcohol 
and a very destructive relationship with alcohol. Um, I think that as women, when we go unchecked for decades, when we have unresolved traumas and unresolved issues, um, it's kind of like, what do you expect? You know, like maybe you could look at a circumstance in your life and you can say, okay, um, maybe I'm not always choosing the right thing. Maybe I'm leaning too heavily on alcohol or other substances, or I am zoning out into TV or food or, um, you know, really name anything that maybe isn't the healthiest behavior for you um, and really start to see how if you go unchecked for a long time that this can turn into something bigger than you have the ability to get a handle on. And I really think that that is something that happened to her. I think it's very much um, her era to have lived through trauma and have mental health issues that were un, um, unexplained or unsupported and to not really have great social systems. And that's really something that's just been on my heart so much. And just really recognizing how many women do not have strong support systems um, that do not have the right support. Um, a lot of times we find ourselves in relationships, even with other women, that um, will go along with kind of the um, destructive patterns and wrap them up into like a mommy wine culture. And I think there's just a lot of unhealthy women right now, especially coming through COVID and coming through this intense season of mothering and um, isolation. I think there's a lot more loneliness. And from my own experience, I see where that can go. And so I'm always really hyper aware of my behaviors and my patterns and um, what I'm reaching for and why I'm reaching for it because I know what happens. I am turning 40 in August and I will be the same age that my mom was when she decided, when she made that choice to stop mothering. And you know, it's not lost on me that if I'm not paying attention to my life and my relationships, how I'm mothering and who I'm letting around me, that it's possible to get off, off the rails and to really lose the things that are, are important to you. Um, there's so much emotion and love wrapped into mothering and being mothered that you have to acknowledge that for someone to not be able to mother anymore, that there is something so deeply rooted inside of them that um, you just have to acknowledge it. It's just something you have to acknowledge. So when I think of my relationship with her, I don't know that on this side of heaven that we will have a redeemed relationship. 
um, because alcohol has done uh, significant damage to her cognitive function and her ability to communicate and rationalize. And I just don't think it's something that we're going to experience the side of heaven. Um, but it really is on my heart to just acknowledge like the forgiveness and um, we have, have been so blessed um, by other women since she left that it is just this unwavering um, beautiful encounters. Um, and one of the reasons that I wanted to call this podcast Your Spiritual Mother is because God has put inside of me the ability to love people and to mother people really well, even though my journey to becoming a mother and uh, being mothered has been uh, excru excruciating is <laughs> probably the best word for it. Um, it's just a gift that, that I've been given. And it's also a gift that I've been given in, through other women. Um, in every season of my life, I have had spiritual mothers come in and really um, give me the encouragement necessary, whether it be a coworker um, during the times when I was pregnant or going through infertility or um, really anything. There's just been women that have come into my life at the exact time that I needed just that boost from someone who's been through what I was going through. And I think that's such a powerful thing to acknowledge that um, someone sees your struggle, your pain, and is with you and is really walking alongside of you. Um, I think it's just something that we all really, really need to, to have in our lives. We need, whether it be a physical mother or a spiritual mother or a sister, um, we need that in our life. Um, we just do. There's no way around, around that. Um, we, I have an amazing stepmother who has been a massive blessing to my family um, in the last you know, 19 or 20 years. And her mother has been an amazing uh, spiritual mother to me as well. There's just so many women that have come at the exact right time that um, it's just such a gift. It's such a gift to have this perspective after 20 years of just a lot of darkness, a lot of pain, a lot of... Um, suffering, to have the perspective, um, and just the gift of forgiveness and wisdom. There's just a lot that comes through uh, when you go through something really hard and difficult. The perspective that you have on the other side is so massively impactful that I really know that this is the season that I have to start speaking more candidly and really sharing the things inside of me to serve people better. Um, in this season, I have just had such a burdened heart for women who are grieving um, the loss of a child, whether it be 
a miscarriage or a loss of a pregnancy or an infant or um, a loss of, you know, an adult child. I think that pain of, of losing a child for a mother um, is so unbearable. And so it is, it is just unbearable. And my heart just aches for women right now who have been experiencing it. I've had several people in my um, circle who have lost children to suicide, to mental health uh, related illnesses, um, and to see them struggling in the way that I struggled without support and without resources. Um, almost 21 years ago, just breaks my heart. And so if I can be a light um, for anyone, that's what I want to do, even if it's hard. Um, There's so much that we've learned over the last 20 years about grief and mental health and trauma and identifying trauma and micro traumas, and I'm still unpacking a lot of childhood traumas. Um, unpacking my mom's relationship with alcohol, even before I could acknowledge that she had an issue with alcohol, um, you know, really started at the time of my birth. I mean, it, it was my whole life. And, you know, I think there's just a lot of unpacking that we all need to do. And so, If this Mother's Day, you do not feel like you can celebrate, I just pray that you have peace and that you can accept the grace that is freely given to you. Um, You don't have to celebrate, but you do have to make a decision to move forward and to live this life fully alive um, for those who can't. For those who who didn't get a chance to keep going and make every relationship matter and to really support and hold space for one another, um, to love your children better, to prioritize your mental health, to prioritize encouragement to all the mothers out there, to all of those who don't have a mother this Mother's Day, who have lost a child who feel lonely and isolated, you're not alone, you're loved, you're in the right place, keep moving forward, Um, share your story with somebody, because our stories really are the, the, the living proof that other people can do hard, impossible things, that we can move through grief and loss and find joy and hope And your story could be the thing that really allows hope to rise in another woman this this Mother's Day. Um, Love your children with the patience and grace that maybe you didn't have growing up. Um, Hold them tight. Just love those around you really well and be gentle with yourself. And if you've made it this far into the episode, thank you for being here. Thank you for being a part of this journey that I'm going on, um, sharing my stories, diving into technology I don't understand, um, finding that raw, authentic place 
in my life and walking into the next season, whatever that may be. Thank you for being here. Love and prayers to you all. And just thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you.